Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. If you told me 10 years ago that I'd be a fan of social media, I would have just laughed at you. But these days, I use it nearly all the time, and I'm going to say I love it. And believe it or not, I've even made a couple of friends on social media. Today, you're going to meet one of those people. Yes, one of those people, a friend I've made on social media. Her name is Poppy Lee, and we know each other from Instagram. More than 120,000 people follow Poppy. Yep, and I'm one of them. I've been following her journey as she completely renovates her house from top to bottom. If you're thinking about starting a DIY project, big or small, there's some great tips coming up. Just keep listening. This is Hammer at Home. Poppy Lee, how are you? Hi, Baz. It's so nice to be here. I've just walked into the studios here at Channel 10. Now, that's up a mountain, very remote, and I've walked into a room. Poppy's already in here. We have shared some really nice things on social media, but we've never, ever seen each other up until this moment. I know. It's amazing. And you came (laughs) along just at the right time when we were doing our reno as well. We were starting to feel really down in the dumps about the whole thing, and we'd bitten off more than we could chew, and what are we doing? And then I saw you followed me, yeah, and it just changed everything in the way that we were feeling. Like, we were just like, oh my God, Baz de Bois, Baz de Bois just followed me. It was just, it was that boost of encouragement that we really needed just then. So it really, yeah. That's you, amazing to me. It was a big help. <laughs> you, uh, when you say we, there's you and your husband. Yes, you, Ryan. You, you yeah. talk me through it. Talk me through the Hello Poppy family. Oh, okay. So um, Ryan is my hubby. We yeah. actually met through Instagram. No. Yeah, we did. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, about six years ago, I popped a selfie up and he liked my selfie. And he was all the way in the UK. so He's t- Welsh, isn't he? Yeah, he is, but he was living in London at the time. So he's liked my selfie. I've seen Ryan John Music pop up in my feed and I was like, who's that guy? Went on his feed and was like, he's a bit of all right. Liked his photos. Really? Started following him. And it was a couple of months back and forth of us just liking each other's photos. And then we started chatting and he was like, let's be Facebook friends. So we started chatting through Facebook and then... Like a couple of weeks later, he was like, we need to Skype. And then, but we really clicked and we were chatting on WhatsApp and that kind of thing as well. And it was like we'd known each other forever. It was the weirdest thing. Like it was really odd. And neither of us were looking for that kind of thing at all. But when we Skyped, it was just the most natural thing. Beautiful. (laughs) It was all fast tracked. So that was like April we were chatting 
on Skype. Then I booked a ticket like a couple of weeks later to go meet Ryan in the UK on my own. Met him at the airport for the first time ever. And it was just like coming home. It was the weirdest feeling. Oh. It was like, it was meant to be. It was just awesome. That's awesome. So it's beautiful. we actually filmed a video clip because he wrote, <laughs> really soppy, he wrote a song for me called Synchronized. And we filmed a video clip while we were traveling around Europe. <laughs> no way. Yeah. So then we decided to get married. Well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You travel across the other side of the world to meet a guy. He, he writes a song for you. I know. You put a, a video clip together while you're traveling around <laughs> Europe. What else you would you do to get married? You kind of have to, right? So we decided when we were in France that, yeah, okay, this is going to have to happen. We have to get married. Yeah, so he packed up his life and came over here on the 1st of November. So... Then we were planning to get married in the March, yeah. but we just fast-tracked everything, got married in February, bought a house that month as well. So we'd been physically together in the same country for only a few months, like three months. So then we bought a house, got married that same month. Then we fell pregnant with Sezi in October that same year, and everything's just been fast-tracked ever since. <laughs> Where, where was your income coming from at that stage? Was that through modelling or...? So I was actually... I still do work for Queensland Government. So uh -huh. I've actually been part of Queensland Government for the past 10 years. You recruit years. Welshmen, do you? Yes, that's right. <laughs> I do. I get them to come over here. Yeah. That's my role. No, I was um, working in IT okay. in admin. So okay. I was a admin girl for the IT unit. So it's... doing all this is quite far out for me. Yeah. I'm quite used to a structured office environment. I'm so not so sure about that because what I love, or one of the things I love about <laughs> you is that I know that I can tune in at 9pm in the night and you'll be renovating a kitchen <laughs> yes, or something. Yes, that's right. Let's have a little chat about that. You bought this home. Yes. And you've got two little ones. Oh, you sort of just know this bloke that's living in your house, but uh, you just dive straight into it. You start renovating. We went straight away. So we, we started, we hated the appearance of the house. We bought Why a... Why did you buy it? Oh, it was like... It wasn't the worst house in the street, but it was okay. the cheapest house in the street. Great, great. <laughs> so I that's love that. why we did it. We we bought the house that we could afford at the time. Good girl, great, yeah, great so work. That's what we did, and we, we just went for it. And mm -hmm. we saw the potential in the house because it was a seventies brick home. It was like one of those rectangular style houses. Sure, seventies brick, they're nice yeah. and solid. Yeah. So you can do a whole lot with yeah. that. And yeah. that's what we thought. It, like the block of land was a decent size as well. So we thought, look, let's just get this now. And then down the track, we can do something with it. Like, surely yeah. there's potential. And, and there Brisbane, was. I mean, I'm thinking Ryan's come from Wales <laughs> yeah. uh, to Australia. Had he been to Australia before? No, he hadn't. So, so he's landed in Brisbane, fell in love with it. And that's easy <laughs> to do because it's great. Yeah. Oh, wow, what a commitment. I know. This is amazing. It was a massive commitment from him. Oh, and he only just got permanent residency not long ago too. So that really gives you an idea of how, like, yeah. wild this past this five years him. has been. It's just been full on. So when we first bought the house, we got straight into popping a fence on the front yard because we hated not having a fence. We yeah. felt like it was just too exposed. So we built the front fence. That was kind of our first step into doing anything DIY. Any DIY. Yeah. And Ryan, a bit of a DIY he guy. He was... His mum says to him that he's cack-handed. I don't know if you know what that means, but just means he can't really do any like reno stuff and that kind of thing. So right. he's sort of 
like never really thought that he could do DIY and all that kind of thing. Anyways, we got into doing the fence and we did all right with that. Then we got someone in to do the carport, but we wished that we didn't do that. We Mm -hmm. actually wish we'd done that ourselves now in hindsight. Was there a problem? No, there was no issue with it, but it was quite expensive. And when you look at what actually went into it, we were like, we could have done that. Like we actually could have done that, like with the fence and that kind of thing. It's not too far. From no, no. That, no. but we just didn't have the confidence up. The so that's why we didn't do it. The biggest job there is is just a whole bunch of little jobs exactly. tacked together. Exactly, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So we did the deck out the front. So we covered part of this yucky concrete area that was out the front of the house with a deck. Uh-huh. So we decked it, and then we hated the colour of the brick. Absolutely despised it. It was hideous orange. Yeah. You know that bright. It's almost fluoro. Yellowy red 70s. brick. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we decided to. Um, buy one of those industrial style spray guns. So yeah. we spray painted our whole house. Fantastic. So that kind of changed the whole appearance of it too. So we're pretty stoked with that. And then we painted on the inside as well, but we still had so many plans. Uh, a piece of advice I like to give any DIY is yeah. to have a pretty broad stroke overall plan for the whole house, yes. the 10 year plan. That's did right. you have a 10 year plan or did you do the fence and then the carport, then the deck? How'd you go? Exactly what you said, 10 year plan. Did you? So we really did, yeah. We wow. bought it and we were like, as soon as we got in there, we decided we want to knock through that back wall and that's where the extension would be. Yep. But then it was like deciding like what the layout would be and all that kind of thing. So we spent a lot of time over the years figuring that out that's good and that's a piece of advice too if you live in a house you really get to know what needs to go where yeah that made a huge difference i think so if we'd got in there and started doing it straight away i don't think it would have worked out design wise as well as what it did now you know i've been in this business 35 years and and what you have just said and this is your first run is exactly <laughs> uh, what i say but it's taken me a long time to learn it you you've got to live in a house for a, at least a year i reckon a year's a good and, amount and of time to see yeah. the four seasons go through yes. it understand where it has little secrets that, yes. that you can't discover straight away so true and then and then start to plan the relationships you're going to have with each other in certain rooms and then the rooms around them yes so hats off to you you've made oh, some great thanks, decisions Baz. how do you manage i know we're jumping all over the spot here but how do you manage two little ones <laughs> all this renovation you're running youtube channels and and websites and instagram accounts as well as a job as well as some modelling still. How do you manage all that? <laughs> I don't. I'm still figuring it out as I go. It's just frantic. I think that would be the way to explain it. But like at the end of the day, the girls always come first. Yeah. They're always the priority in how everything works. Um, if they're looking like they're happy for, I don't know, 10 minutes doing something mm-hmm. and they don't need me, they don't want me involved in it, yeah. then they go away, mum. Then I'll go do something in those 10 minutes. I'll frantically try to put together a cabinet or something like that. Like that's pretty much how I've worked it. And then once they go to bed, it's just straight into. And and for those that don't know Poppy, I mean, I encourage you to check out her Instagram account. But I I can I can tell you now because I watch her regularly. She's got a new table and that's in pieces in one part of the house. (laughs) There are flat pack cupboards that are ready to be assembled everywhere. So you've planned it. You've got everything down. Whenever you've got a spare moment, you just grab an Allen key or yep. a Ryobi drill and you'll just yep. whack them together. Get the dr- Ryobi onto it. Yeah, done. That, that thing uh, saves your life. Saves if you're your doing life. flat packs, get a, get a Ryobi drill. <laughs> you will need it. Tell me some of the, the trials and, and tribulations you've had. I mean, oh, what's gone wrong when you... Oh, have you had some dramas? I haven't seen any. Oh, Lordy's had so many dramas. Baz, there's been so many dramas. It's pretty much 
it's a funny thing. Whenever you get into starting something to do with DIY reno, it never quite goes to how you think it's going to go. You will always find something that springs up out of nowhere and you're like, well, that's going to add on another half an hour to that job. Yeah. And I think you just sort of get used to it. The more tasks you do, the more you just sort of go, okay, yeah, I've seen that before. I can tackle that one with this. So that's generally how I'll go into it. I hope it's going to take this long, but really it's not going to because something will spring up and go wrong and you're just going to have to work around it yeah i love my sailing and i always say after a storm or something that really tests me that was amazing (laughs) yeah people say how was the trip it was amazing and and they say oh so smooth sailing i said no nope not Not at all all. no but you come out stronger and with more confidence yeah that's why i don't think it's a bad thing every time something goes wrong there's so many lessons out of it and that's what this entire renovation has been just one enormous lesson so i feel a lot um i would be a lot more comfortable going into the next reno and or build yeah just because of everything that i've learned I, yeah. I can't believe how much you learn when you're actually doing it when you're on the job i don't think you can listen to enough or read enough when you it comes to you can't watch enough living room i can, can tell you that yeah that's true that's right <laughs> years worth of watching it i i don't think it will prep you for what you're in for if you're actually doing it okay. which is amazing yeah. like i think you should try and read up as much as you can but just You've got to have an Just open mind. Just start the little jobs and, <laughs> That's and right. making mistakes on the little jobs. That's right. Another tip for our listeners or my listeners is this is <laughs> contrary to what, well, you started on the front fence, which is a great one, but yeah. I always say to someone, if you want to renovate a room, the first room you want to do, do the laundry. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it's, a good room it's to a do. It's a utility room. It's, it's pretty robust. Yes. Not a lot of people are going to see it. And that's it's right. a great test for when you do the kitchen or the bathroom. The I did two the most expensive. Test. Yeah, I know you did. I followed it. Just I was when? on the edge of my seat sometimes. <laughs> oh, when you pick black cupboards, oh, I thought, oh, no. my God, Pop. <laughs> I know, right? And not just like a few black cupboards. It was walls and walls of black cupboards. Like It, it looks is, amazing, though. It, I love it you love so it? much. I adore it. It's my happy place, but I, I'm really proud of it. But I look at it and I'm like, man, that was a lot of work. <laughs> like yeah. Hours and hours and so many late nights. And I've learned that I'm not very good at measuring things either. Mm. I can't really get good I, at that. I've been in the game for 35 <laughs> years. I'm still measuring things wrong. Oh, I can't get over it. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You've done the kitchen renovation, you've done bathroom renovation, you've mm. had tradies in there, electricians, plumbers, that's sort of, what do they think when they walk up, see you on the drop saw doing this yourself? I would like to say that there wasn't a whole lot of oh you're a girl, you can't do it. But Good. I would say there's No there should be. Probably a level of that. I I think there definitely was. Mm. Whenever oh, you're saying there was yeah, a bit of that. Oh, yeah, there was. I would oh, like to upsetting. say there wasn't, but it just wasn't the case. Really? Like, yeah. Oh. So I did a bit of the plastering around. The, I actually did. I'm doing a lot of the plastering around the house myself. And I'd get a comment about that every time. Like almost like a, um, oh, what are you doing that job for? Like, why do you need to be doing that? 
like almost like a, I love it. I'm yeah, good at it. Because I'm all right at it, actually. Yeah. So I can do that and I feel good being able to do that. Yeah. But there wasn't an attitude of like, oh, good on her, fair go, like giving it a crack. Okay. It was more of a, that's going to turn out really bad. No. You know, it was, yeah, it was kind of. Oh, no. It was a bit of a negative attitude. Not into I, that. No. No. I wasn't I, into that I, either. Um, I believe the, the related people say, how do I pick the right tradesman? I say, talk to them, communicate yes. with them before they yeah. even start. I mean, if this person is condescending, probably not the person you want to have a relationship with. I know. With, and it's, know? it's a real shame because like they're in your house for quite a, quite a fair chunk of time. Yeah. And like, I don't think they were necessarily trying to come across that way. I think they thought they were having a laugh. Yeah. But like... There's no not laugh and still, negativity. like... Yeah. It was sort of like, oh, I'm still going to keep going with it. <laughs> Good on you. So not a rickety road, but an interesting road with tradies. It was. Have, have you got any tips uh, on people that are that are trying to choose a tradie for a kitchen reno or something? Like, primarily we're talking about the plumbers and the electricians. Yes. So I think word of mouth is a really big thing. Yep. So... It's it's interesting. A lot of the tradies that we found that were really, really good, they don't even need to advertise. No. They have word of mouth. They've got people talking about them left, right and centre and they are booked up because yeah. they are good. Finding a good tradie as well is like finding gold and they get mm. hung on to. Yeah. <laughs> like people will not let that tradie go. Yeah. And, like, and for good reason. A trade is such an important thing and I think it sort of gets overlooked in a way like these people have a tradesperson in their home in their home and it's such a like to me yeah. my house is so precious so to have people come through that care about your house and the quality of work they mm. do it makes an enormous difference so to have someone who doesn't have that level mm. it really affects you well, it mm. affected me quite a, in quite a big way it really upset me when we didn't have that level of care or concern so then we just terminate that contract how do you i work? wish we had right in a few cases and that's something i've come out and learned now okay <laughs> so rather than terminating those trades that weren't up to par when you say up to par they may have had the skill but they just didn't have the relationship that you're after i'm not sure no uh, so for example the plaster work i'm still finding a lot of defects now uh -huh. and that's very frustrating yeah. Because it... Especially when they've told you that, that you, you can't do it as well as yeah. them. Yeah. So it's something that I learned, and I, I was a bit naive to this process. When you've got a new tradesperson coming on board, don't feel bad about watching how they're going. Yeah. And talking with them and all that kind of thing. Talking's the most important thing. It's really thing. important. Yeah. I sort of let tradespeople do their thing, thinking, mm -hmm. oh, they'll just do their thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the day, going back and having a look and being like, oh, that's not quite what I... Yeah. thought was going to happen. So when it comes to your kitchen renovation that I've yeah. been very interested in, you've <laughs> done so much of that work. Did your builder just hand the shell over? Yes. Or has he sort of had a little hand in that? So he no. handed over what we call the home at lock-up stage. Yes. Had the windows in, the lining boards were in, and the doors were on. And a concrete floor. And, and a that concrete was it. <laughs> floor. And then yeah. you did all the, the, the next couple of layers. Yes, the, the, that's right. The cabinetry, the painting, We did the all the painting, yeah. yeah. And then we had to take up all the tiles for, yep. the, for the existing side, which was horrendous. Yeah. That is a disgusting job. That's a that hard job. That is no fun. No. That, no. that but killed it, you've us. saved a lot of money by but doing you that. You know what else we did as well, which is madness? We took up the entire... There was a big... In, existing concrete slab out, slab out the back of the yeah. house. We took all of that up by jackhammer. Yeah. It was about 100 square metres. Wow. And then removed it by hand, which was 20 tonnes, as it turns out. 
We spent hours yeah. getting all the concrete out of the well, backyard. Well, 20 ton. You've saved thousands of dollars. You've did. saved thousands of dollars doing and it yourself. at the end of the day, that was the goal. And there's some level of probably a little bit of control freak in that as well, where, mm-hmm. we, where we know we've done that job to a certain degree. And so do your daughters. Your daughters look at how hard you work. I know. What a great lesson for I them. I know. It is good. Like, it's pretty cute. They both get like little hammers or whatever. I love and it. And they'll start hitting stuff and say, we're working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Benny and Arabella are <laughs> the same. Like, if I so pick cute. up a power tool, Benny's right there. Yeah, he I love it. He just loves it. It's excellent. You yeah. should bring your kids up learning those kinds of little bits and pieces. What I, I want them to feel capable yeah. when they get older. Like, not scared something that I've really enjoyed about sharing all this stuff on Instagram is the level of confidence other people are getting from me doing this stuff, yeah. which has surprised me because to me, I'm just like, whatever, I'll just get in there and give it a go. Mm, <laughs> so mm. Hope for the best and we'll see how it turns out. Um, but that that's helped a whole heap of people. Yeah. Like I'm getting people all the time message me saying, thanks for sharing this. I'm going to be giving this a go myself now. Yeah. And that is such a good feeling. We share that. I mean, I, I love that as well. When I first started in TV, I went into TV kicking and screaming, but uh, <laughs> they got me in there and I was on there and I, and I it only took a couple of weeks to realise what a gift it is yes! to share something. The impact. That yeah. And... Particularly ladies would come up to me in the street or in Bunnings and say, you know, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Exactly. I'm, I'm going right. to put up a shelf this afternoon. And Aww. I think, you know, unreal. Oh, it's a good feeling. It's just Isn't great. It? I it's love so that we great. do it. Is there anything at this stage, dramatically, that you would do different than mm. what's happened so far? Oh, if I was going to do things differently, yeah, I would have had the guts up to cut those tradies that did cause issues right i would have done that would you have cut them or do you think with what you know now that you will have a better understanding how to hire the right people i think i'd have a better understanding on how to hire the right people and know what to look for i think let's just talk that through then yeah you've got a job your next let's just say for example your next job is a barbecue area and outdoor toilet space yeah Talk me through what you're going to do next time to hire the tradesperson. How are you going to go about it? You know what? Word of mouth for me first is and foremost. huge. Yeah. That's probably the first thing I do. And then straight on to reviews, checking them out, looking at their previous work. And to the extent would like... You, would you ring up a previous client? That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Like if you're paying pretty good money... Yep. I would. Any money is good money. Exactly. That's so true. I would call a previous client and check yeah. it out because yeah. their reference is enormous. Yeah. So, yeah, and I not, would do n- that. Not when they give you a number of a guy they did a job for three years ago because <laughs> yeah. you know it's his brother-in-law. Exactly. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's huge. And, like, I won't lie, I do feel a little bit daunted about the idea of finding a tradie in the future. I often get um, uh, people asking me, how do I choose a good a tradie? Yes, and it's, and it's, 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 it's a really It's one I really struggle with. But I always say it's like, it's like a relationship with anybody. Start with a, a simple coffee. Have a cup yes. of tea with someone. Talk them through your ideas. If they're condescending or they fobbing things off they're probably not the person to have the next date with that's you know? really interesting you say that about fobbing things off because that's yeah. what we found was the thing that made all the difference when you had a tradesperson on site and they were like 
oh, do you need me to, are you going to be doing anything that with that? Are you going to be sticking a cupboard on that wall? Because I won't touch it if you're going to be putting a so cupboard on that wall. So looking for shortcuts already. Which is really nerve wracking. Yeah. Because if you're sort of going, well, if you're looking for a shortcut there, yeah. where else are you looking for shortcuts? Yeah. And so, hence you're finding all these defects exactly. down the track. So that kind of stuff is a, is a red flag. Like yeah. that's something to look out for. It, very much so. <laughs> Poppy, I've had a ball chatting oh, to so you. Fast. I can't wait. We're going to have another chat soon for sure. Oh, that's so and, cool. Uh, I can't wait for that chat. I can't wait to see what's next and uh, give those little angels a kiss on their forehead for me. Same to your and babies. a hug for Ryan. Oh, thanks, Baz. Good on you. Okay, thank you. If you want to keep up to date with Poppy's renovation, her Instagram is hello, Poppy Lee. Well, that's episode four done and dusted, I guess. I want to say I don't take it for granted the fact that you guys invite me onto your little podcast out there and listen to me and the people that I have in the in the um, studio with me. I really appreciate it. I appreciate this as well. Georgie250 has said, great listen, really enjoyed the chat. I learned a lot and had a laugh. Really love Baz. That means an incredible amount to me. If you want to get in touch, whether it's good or bad, send me an email, hammer at home at network10.com.au. Take it easy. Have great week hi i'm georgia love and i'm sure taft and we are the hosts of the reality bite this season of course talking about all things the bachelor it's cocktails and roses it's matt agnew the astrophysicist trying to find love amongst beautiful girls from australia who are throwing themselves at him and we're going to be talking about it every week watch the bachelor 7 30 wednesdays and thursdays and catch us on the reality bite and ask for a rose 